every once in a while, we just have to say it. Focus. That's what I was thinking. Focus. Whatever. People do vote for radio stations. Radio stations. If you want modern rock. WMMRDB Rockford. Hey, how you guys doing? You miss me at night times? I bet you do. Anyway, rocking with Hollywood. It's 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to get some damn good music going for you today. How you guys doing in Discord and uh, around the world on our Xeno app? We really appreciate all the support that you are giving us. Man, I, you know what? I got kind of freaking excited today, man. Uh, about south uh, from where I'm at, there's going to be a hill climb uh, over in Polo, Illinois. I believe it's the 6th of June or some shit like that. Uh, but I'll get you the dates for it, man. You know, I love the hilly climbings, man. I love watching everybody bomb bust their asses. Uh, so, but it's awesome. A great uh, damn sport, if you ask me. They got more uh, balls than I'd ever had, man. They got the titanium set of balls, man. Uh, so that's going to be a good damn deal. It's going to be uh, put on by the uh, River Riders. Uh, Rock River Riders. Uh, they're a little AMA uh, hill climb. It's at 11 a.m. on 620 of 2021. And, uh, yeah, guys, if you want to come out, check it out, man. I'll give you the details on that stuff. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about the Great Nordic Biker War over on YouTube before uh, old China Dow comes on. I don't know, man. Me and China Dow, we're really not hitting it off lately, man. You know, she she hit me with that, uh, you know what, you have to go get your uh, knee taken care of before, uh, you know, riding season and stuff like that. And I was like, are you kidding? You are a viper, man. It's always funny uh, that they come out and, you know, they cry like a little baby and shit like that. Uh, you got to get ready for riding season. You got to get yourself fix like i don't matter with the shit <laughs> anyway uh i do have to say that you women are a bunch of fucking freaks okay i thought men were bad no you women take the cake no longer can you say that you're emotional beings because you're liars you're liars you guys ain't emo- you guys are worse than men it was funny. Uh, I got this email. They said, and they attached this article to it, and they were like, "Hey, Hollywood, you gotta cover this." I was like, "Okay." I taken a look at it, and I was like, "Dude, you motherfuckers are freaks, man!" And it has to do with sexual fantasies that women have. And then, you know what? These ain't the ordinary type of fucking fantasies Hollywood's, you know, used to, you know seeing or hearing about no this shit is some weak this is some whack ass shit right here man so you women are just plain old nasty and i never say that about a woman but you guys are fucking nasty man uh we'll go into that in a second uh but there's one thing i wanted to do i wanted to answer some of these questions from the week and it has to do with American biker gangs, as they put it. Uh, <laughs> you know, this kind of this came out right after Waco Twin Peaks, and I couldn't believe some of the questions that it was asking people in its article. And even for the media, this is some dumb shit. 
you think they'd be a little more, uh, how can I say it, smart before they put some shit like this in. And they reference Steve Cook a lot. Now, Steve Cook is that schmuck who, just because he uh, took a couple members of the Galloping Goose down, think he's uh, now he's a big, bad uh, expert on motorcycle clubs. <laughs> you know what? I wish one time, just one time, Steve, you would come on the show so I'd debate your fairy ass. It would just be the funnest thing around, man, is to watch you squirm like a little bitch. Uh, he's the one who really puts out some misinformation if uh, about clubs. Uh, he's a real prick, man. Uh, you can see some of his writings and op-eds and stuff. Uh, some of the stuff that... Because he, he goes around the country and he's paid as a, quote, expert at trials of some of these club members. Uh, he was involved in a lot of them down in Texas as well as California, again, Kansas, all over the country. He, You know what? He is out there to make money and he don't care what lies he pushes because he knows the media, all they want is drama. They want sensationalism. That's all they want. So... You know, he's mentioned a lot in this article, and again, it was uh, from June 6th of 2015, as everybody know, uh, the anniversary of that's happening in about nine days, I believe. Uh, I hate to get my uh, dates mixed up, but it's one of them days. So, this uh, article by Reuters, and it's in the week, they asked, are gangs truly dangerous? They don't even hide their disdain for bikers and this has gone back all the way before even this to that staged photo in Hollister so they come out and ask are gangs truly dangerous they're referring to motorcycle gangs and that's where dipshit Steve Cook came in and said they are long tat uh, haired tattoo guys who ride motorcycle and sell a hell of a lot of methamphetamine and murder people and steal motorcycles and extort people that from your friendly dickhead Steve Cook and uh, Steve I know you listen to my stuff you get all upset and shit but why don't you come on and we can debate these questions I'm offering man I'm offering you a platform you love attention you're a prick that's what you want to do, so let's get you some attention. No, that's probably not going to happen because all you do is like freaking uh, dealing with uh, newspapers that uh, don't know shit. So, our motorcycle clubs, I'm going to put out there, they're not gangs, they're clubs, are they dangerous? Well, it depends on the situation, I guess, doesn't it? It really depends on the situation. If you're a prick, yes, they might be a little dangerous. Because, after all, men are men. And that's an important deal right there is to remember that uh, men make up these motorcycle clubs. And a man ain't going to sit there and pull on your pecker while you're doing some dumb shit. No, you're going to get the shit slapped out of you for being a dick. So in that aspect, again, uh, 
I guess you could say they're dangerous in that situation, but don't be a dickhead and it won't be dangerous. Uh, then on to the methamphetamines. That's one of uh, these cops or ex-cops' favorite thing to bring up is methamphetamines. Now, a majority of clubs, they ban that bullshit. They're called glass dicks. If you're caught with a glass dick, you're put out bad and you're set on your damn way just the way it's supposed to be. That goes for heroin as well. But uh, they love bringing up methamphetamines because individuals with certain clubs, they get busted with the shit. And next thing you know, it's all about the clubs. They did it. They must have been behind it. The FBI. They estimate there are now around 44,000 Americans in more than 3,000 outlaw motorcycle gangs that's their estimate i would have to say you assholes are the biggest blue gang there is out there you know we kind of went over that stuff today on motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem where you pricks uh you get a, you get busted doing a lot of sex crimes i wonder if steve cook would uh you know bless us with his presence to explain to us why cops are freaks just asking it's a it's a valid uh, question here. Uh, so, no, I wouldn't say clubs are dangerous. You know, men are men. Go up to them, treat them like a man, and you'll probably get a beer out of the deal. Uh, there's no reason to fear somebody just because they wear colors or go off of a reputation that happened earlier in their club history. Which, by the way, how you guys loving that club history, man? I love that club history stuff. Uh, like I said, tomorrow we're going to be uh, talking about the Great Nordic Biker War uh, that has to do with the Hells Angels, Banditos, and Scandinavia. These crazy motherfuckers. Now, if you ask me this question back then in the 90s, they were crazy motherfuckers over there, dude. They were using anti-tank rocket launchers against each other's clubhouses. It was insane. A lot of the uh, younger guys, they don't know about the 90s because uh, it was pretty whacked all over the world back then. There was all kinds of wars happening between clubs. Uh, it spilled over into other countries. They were on the say, and they got the gang shit on their mind, man. Uh, when did the first gangs emerge? And then they went after, uh, shortly after World War II. I would really... Uh, take offense to that right there, uh, calling our World War II vets just returning from hell, uh, being a part of a gang. You know, motorcycle clubs, actually, they were racing clubs, most of them, until you, you know, the AMA pissed them off with all their fucking rules. Uh, so they became, you know, clubs, motorcycle clubs. Uh, and we're going to be doing a lot of history on individual clubs. Now, booze fighters, pissed off bastards we, ever, we already covered. One of their people uh, actually started up the Hells Angels that you know today. But uh, we'll be talking about the booze fighters are some killer freaking people, aren't they? If you haven't met a booze fighter, man, you don't know what you're missing. Them guys can party it up man they are an old school type of deal but they're not what the media says they are the booze fighters are kick ass uh, and it's funny 
The Hell's Angels in an article, and I actually read this article. The big thing that the author of the article tried to push was they ride, they rape, and raid like a marauding uh, cavalry. That was actually in a magazine article in 1965. So some of the issues uh, within the scene started in the mid-60s, but they got real bad in the 70s. But that's how they thought of bikers back then. And it's funny how everybody it's cool to be a biker now it used to not be that way i always say that shit and these younger kids don't get that you know they're going around in their costumes you know starting up new clubs and shit just like i talked about in the first segment of motorcycle madhouse uh, morning mayhem today where they just throw on the diamonds or they're giving them now uh, that's messed up, and boy, did I piss off some East Coast people, man, but hey, what am I gonna say, East Coast is fucking weird, man, you guys hand that shit out like it's candy, so, yeah, of course you're gonna get criticism about it, but that's what they put up in a 1965 article, uh, they, <laughs> that's where rape and pillage basically came from, was there, and then you wonder, with articles that were coming out in the 60s, why the profiling got so bad with the cops why the cops were just throwing uh people around and shit like that and they're trying to act like experts here the reuters of course they got their shit from him uh but how do these gangs operate outlaw biker clubs bringing hundreds of thousands of dollars through drug deals weapon sales prostitution and extortion and give me a damn break, man. Most people can't even afford their fucking dues. Are you kidding me? They can't afford 60 to 100 bucks a month in dues. But all of a sudden, they're out there dealing in drugs, weapons, prostitution, extortion. You're insane, man. Steve Cook, you really got these suckers by the balls, didn't you? Uh... I, that's one thing I don't understand. They claim that they're out there selling all this meth, but if you're actually around the club and know the people, they talk all the time about how hard it's uh, the pay dues. Some of the 1% clubs uh, pay some big time uh, dues because they got clubhouses and shit, and they got all their national rides. Uh, support clubs, they pay some big money. I can tell you that from first-hand uh, experience. Uh, but anytime a club has a clubhouse, it's hard to you know pay the bills and shit. But now they're saying because of a couple incidences here and there that uh, they're out there selling meth and shit. Uh, but then uh, they go into uh, this pop-up stuff. They're trying to act cool. Because they ask a question, are there any new gangs? There are dozens popping up and most of them are being formed by disaffected veterans. Well, that's funny. When you treat our veterans like shit, they're living on the street. You're not providing what uh, they provided for you to be in a freedom of a country. Yeah, they're going to be a little disaffected. Yes, they are. They're going to be pissed. 
and they're going to go join uh, like-minded individuals. But again, you know, they're calling clubs extremists. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Uh, then there's the induction process where they believe that uh, people are indoctrinated. You're going to have to hear this one. But uh, our first uh, songs of the day, it is Rat and Bon Jovi. We're on an 80s kick tonight, baby.
Joby, I see I got little mama in the uh, radio room. Man, I miss my little mama. She is something else, my uh, senorita. But uh, I heard uh, some things uh, the other day. I heard a lot of you guys were in the dog houses. Take your balls back is what I have to say. Oh, freaking, I had Geo out there in the doghouse. I had Rubik's out there in the doghouse. Rubik's going to be 41 next week. Congratulations, you're still wearing a skirt at 41. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a lot of you guys were in trouble. 
Jesus. <laughs> Donna, you causing some shit out there, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I heard something about uh, a dick leash or something like that. That was some funny shit. And, uh, you know, Gio had to go out there and put up a, a gazebo. And <laughs> he, he was grounded. <laughs> Oh my goodness, man! You know what? You try, you know what? China Dow try to make me put up a gazebo. I tell her go fuck herself. Uh, but that's just uh, my way of thinking because you know it is my life. Just like Bon Jovi had to say, uh, I seen uh, some of you guys how old you are, man. That's kick ass, man. Grizz, I think is the oldest in the chat room. He was in the seventies, baby. Grizz was probably smoking some good dope back then. I heard the. 70s were good dopes and then uh you do have uh the 60s was you know what i wish for two days i could go back to the 60s just two days you know how much freaking uh sex i would be having man because i believe in love i'd be I, I, the summer of love i believe in that shit like the summer of 69 or some shit like that uh that would have been beautiful it would have been beautiful for hollywood I, you know what? I would have got so much freaking poontang, it's on freaking wheel just in two days' time, man. Uh, so, it's cool to see uh, the ages of all you guys and stuff like that. Uh, kilt? No, that's a dress. That's a dress. Come on, 41, still playing Barbie dress-up. Anyway, uh, let's get back to our uh, topic here. Uh, in Dr. Nation. Yes, they are trying to claim that clubs trying to indoctrinate their people, and especially against the federal government, which most people don't need any indoctrination with that shit. Everybody hates them. Uh, that's kind of like uh, the FBI. Uh, you know what? The FBI, they're just a bunch of schlucks, man, and I hope they're listening uh, because you guys have become a, an arm of the Democratic Party. You're like the Gestapo now, man. You never see these pricks go after these Antifa or any of that bullshit. No, they go after uh, citizens that are pretty good people. Oh, you know, the insurrection. That wasn't an insurrection. If you wanted to see an insurrection, man, there'd be freaking guns firing off and shit like that and people getting shot up but no you know they just play that shit in the media but they claim at the hang around period that's when they start getting indoctrinated uh they start out by getting carrying out menial tasks like serving drinks at club parties and guarding bikes i'm sorry but you got that one wrong that's prospects a hang around is there to get to know the people and to see if the club is right for them. It has nothing to do with that bullshit you were just talking about right there. It has to do with getting to know some people. Uh, the prospect uh, part is where you really get into the club history. You get to know your brothers. You get to know uh, how things work, uh, how the protocol works. That's what you get at the prospect uh, period, and it's not indoctrination. And then they go on and bust on freaking biker clubs because they claim that they treat their property ups like uh, prostitutes and shit like that. Uh, boy, oh boy, where you get that shit, I do not know. If you do, let me know. 
uh, because damn man, you know, not once have I ever seen that bullshit happen. And as messed up as the 60s and 70s were, they weren't pimping out uh, their old ladies. You know, maybe they were putting some broads out there to roost, but uh, those are the hang-ons, uh, or the patch chasers, as we used to call them. And they would do anything and everything to get a property patch. Uh, but it wasn't the old ladies uh, that were attached to a member, like a wife or a girlfriend or something. So you got that totally wrong. So, uh, and then of course uh, Falco, they had a you know talk about him, the biggest fucking uh, rat in the history of motorcycle clubs. You know what? I really don't know how he looks at himself in the mirror. Uh, with what he did even being an ATF agent uh, you know what I think that is uh, you know entrapment right there as it is because you're going under false pretenses to get close to people partying with people and I know damn well these informants uh, were doing some illegal bullshit I know it everybody knows it but you're never going to hear it from the officials because they got their men. That's what they wanted to do. And if all these motorcycle gangs are nothing but criminals in trouble, why is it you only get like 15 or 16 people on a RICO case, man? If it was an entire club or an entire chapter, you'd think they uh, get them all. But they know just as well as we do that they're not all bad, so they can stop their shit. And uh, tomorrow I actually talk about that where... Uh, you know how people say if we don't all get along, we're not going to have a club scene anymore because of the feds and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting here thinking about how ignorant that really does sound. Uh, not that most of them are in clubs, but because they do not know the Constitution and they don't know the Bill of Rights. That's what's scary about it, because if they knew that, they'd know that that can never happen here in the country. Now, we are moving more and more towards communist uh, type of deals, uh, so who knows in the future, but at least we still got the Constitution now, and that could never happen. The feds have tried it with the Mongols going after the case, or the patch, and that didn't go too well for them. Even though they were able to RICO an entire fucking club. How does that fucking happen? Nobody got charged with anything. Nobody went to jail on anything on that case. Uh, so I'm hoping, you know, because it is in the Ninth Circuit of Appeals right now. Uh, it gets shot down. If not, it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, then you have to worry a little bit because you got some schmucks on the Supreme Court right now. Uh, but the only good thing they're doing is they're hearing a freaking gun case uh, this fall. So we'll see how that uh, pans out. Uh, but they are a bunch of schlucks. But that ain't clubs. That ain't an entirety of what is being presented as fact. If you're going to present some shit like this then at least get the other side of the story. Now, I you know, I get a lot of interview requests and I'm about to go on one uh, I'm actually doing the interview uh tomorrow, I think, and it's going to be about uh it's going to be on Crime Story Media and it had a deal with that Mongol or ex-Mongol or that was shot up 
Or actually, he got, I don't know if he got shot or he shot, I think he shot a fucking cop uh, on a no-knock warrant type of deal. And he was claiming that he was trying to leave the Mongols. He thought it was them that were trying to bust in. So, there, you know, at least Crime Story of Media is an HBO uh, executive or whatever the hell it is. Uh, they're reaching out and getting another side of the story on clubs. So hopefully I can uh, put them uh, straight on that kind of shit. But that's just, they don't even take the time to get their I's dotted and their T's crossed. And we all know that's the kind of media that we have today. You know what, I actually took a freaking oath uh, today. Other than presenting some news stories uh, that might interest people, I won't watch them, I won't listen to them. I go to third party creators because they're more honest in their opinions and they're more honest at uh presenting the story as a whole with both sides and shit like that i won't watch them because they're all propaganda for either side of the freaking aisle there is no more investigative journalism that we know uh i really loved investigative uh journalism you had uh, chuck gowdy out here on channel 7 in chicago he was really damn good uh with his investigation stuff he used to uh uh, expose all these uh, politicians. They're dirty and slimy here in Chicago. He used to uh, expose them. We don't have that anymore. Uh, you know, and that's you know John. You know Solomon is a real good reporter. He tries, but because he's on uh, covering a lot of the shit that the other side is doing, they won't print them. They just uh, you know label them as a freaking kook. That's what they do when they don't like where you're coming from. Uh, so, But that's what they are putting out uh, back then. And it still hasn't freaking changed. And, you know, that is sad that that narrative has never changed whatsoever. You know, with all the good stuff that uh, clubs do, bikers do, you would think they would give them some kind of do. But every time they do do something good, you got cops out there saying, well, they're just, you know, trying to cover for their criminal activity crap. And that even gets old. That's old news, man. Don't you guys have anything better to throw at us? It is what it is, man. Uh, but uh, we're going to go to this uh, freaky stuff right here. You Jesus Christ, you women, man. And you know what? It's even funnier that uh, these are vipers. These are vipers, man. I got, uh, you know, what is it? My anti-viper league. I got, what, three guys freaking taken out within one freaking day, man. That's pretty bad. Uh, but anyway, you got to listen to uh, some of these fantasies that they these women have if you don't think women are as bad as us i do not know what the hell to tell you man they are just nasty weird here's one quote now quote and this is from a 20 year old girl 20 years old i wish i had a freak like this at 20 years old my wildest sexual fantasy is being spit roasted 
And you know what? Hollywood's learned a lot of new lingo here, okay? I learned what scissoring was. I learned what freaking spooning was, because the spooning, I thought, was a prison deal. Uh, but uh, China Doll has freaking educated me on this. Uh, but uh, spit-roasted means penetrated both orally and anally, vaginally, so she wants to uh <laughs> every hole she has at the same time with multiple partners by uh, and get this get this by two other trans girls in a public place you cannot tell me this ain't a freak she wants to be penetrated orally uh, anally vaginally with two other girl or two trans girls in a public place so that leaves one more so i'm guessing a guy and you call me a freak and she goes on to say she's an exhibitionist a voyeur so i've always been turned on by the ideal of people watching me submit and i'm a trans lesbian myself so of course it has to be damn near shameful simple encounter it would be in a park or on an Applebee's parking lot for all I care. <laughs> Hazel 20, are you kidding me? What is going on? What are you people teaching these youngins, man? I get it. You, you know, what happens in your bedroom happens in your bedroom. But you want to be this shit out in public, man. You want to go freaking, uh, you know, watch out. They might hold your nose. You won't be able to breathe. Every hole of yours will be filled. Nastiness at 20 years old. Oh, great. Here's 19-year-old Angel. So they're starting young. See, this is what women's lib movements have costed us here. Our nice next-door girls uh wholesome and pure kind of like sandra bullock man she is like the epitome of america's girl don't you guys freaking agree man she is like fucking hot you know next if i ever see jesse james i want to punch him right in the mouth he needs to get punched in the mouth for screwing up sandra bullock man he was getting some good pussy right there and he fucked it all up anyway her wildest sex fantasy would be pretending to be enemy spies trying to get information out of each other. <laughs> My partner and I watch a lot of action and rom-com movies, and I've been obsessed with the ideal of being an assassin from the show Killing Eve. You motherfuckers are already assassins, man. That's in your fucking blood. You guys are vipers. You spit that venom out all the time. So you are an assassin, okay, honey? Uh, in my fantasy, he's tied up and I have to tease him and edge him as torture. And he's not allowed to orgasm until he tells me what I want to know. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, this is from a 19 year old. On the flip side, when I'm tied up, he can constantly pleasuring me and alternating between teasing and fulfilling me. Of course, at one point, we both free, and it's a wrestle for dominance. Position-wise, as almost punishment for the other captor treated the captive, okay? Okay, you guys, you got to put what your fantasies are 
in the general chat. And don't be uh, freaking me out there, Rubik's, with your dress and a guy, you know, filling you with something, okay? That's not what I'm looking for here. I don't feel like puking in my mouth right now. Uh, but, uh, oh my God, he's fucking broad so far, man. Uh, we're going to continue right after this. Giving the bo- dog a bone because China Dow wanted to hear some ACDC. <laughs>
As defined in the American Heritage Dictionary, second college edition, the noun rock is defined as a relatively hard, naturally occurring material of mineral origin, a naturally formed mineral mass. That's not rock. Play with the devil, die with the devil. Now, back to good, wholesome, politically correct entertainment. Oh yeah, wholesome entertainment here on freaking Rockin' with Hollywood, man. We always we always wholesome, man. Uh, I don't know what the hell everybody's talking about. We're just so freaking uh, crazy, but uh, I think they are, man. They're just jealous of us. They're jealous. They want a real man, and they can't get it. Anyway, let's go on with some of these sexual fantasies, man. Uh, my goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> this one is something else, man. 25 years old. Yes, 25 years old. I guess I'm the wrong age right now because uh, back then, uh, you know, we didn't talk like this, but they talk about it like now. Uh, my wildest fantasy involves dominating a man and a woman at the same time in a cock-holding scenario. <laughs> I love thinking about humiliating a man by making his wife orgasm over and over. My straight woman friends seem like they can never find a partner who does them right, especially in our age range. You know what? Maybe they have to, uh, hmm, <laughs> talk to Hollywood. Uh, anyway, or you know what? Uh, China doll, she can eat some muff out, boy. Whew. I always feel kind of bad because lesbian sex has always been so explosively satisfying for me and I get such an ego boost from eating a girl out until she's shaken. I love it so much. I could do it all day. When a friend tells me that some guy just got his and didn't return the favor or she faked it, I get competitive. Uh-oh, Hollywood better watch out. I love women. I want to show them how good sex can be. And guys, don't be jacking off while I'm reading this shit either, man. I don't need that shit. Throw in some edging like a hand job, blow job where he doesn't get to orgasm. And then go back to her and finger her and eat her out. Maybe she's talking about how she's never had it this good before. All the better if he's also sickly enjoying this. <laughs> Ashley, 25. Oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, there's a lot more. You know what? I'm going to save some of this for uh, when China Dow is in uh, the studio tomorrow because they're whacked, man. <laughs> I need some explanation of why these women are so fucking whacked sitting there fucking wanting to eat this broad out uh, because she wants to make the husband jealous. What is it with the women, man? They always want to make the man jealous. I, uh, You know what? Sometimes I feel uh, sorry. I do. I actually feel sorry <laughs> for some men that have to deal with this shit. Did you guys ever, you know 
gets shown up by another woman or something like that. Uh, Cockhold or whatever the fuck it is. Because I know you got a bunch of freaks out there. I got one that already wears a dress. Which, hey, to each his own. Uh, but I'd... Re- <laughs> My God. And then China Dow. Sexual fantasy? Where do I begin? You know, that's because you're a viper, man. You're a viper. China Dow's a viper 100%. She likes cock blocking. She likes giving blue balls. She's a viper, man, to Hollywood. She she don't treat Hollywood good. Everybody thinks she's this innocent thing, man. She is vindictive is what I can tell you. Uh, anyway, you guys want to know who's the best band around and who gave the best show. I'd have to say, yes, Iron Maiden. I left Oh, 
Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happen. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Oh yeah, we got books in stock that you can get signed, get a hold of China Dow. And by the way, Rubix, you know, that broad that played the queen in Braveheart, I jack off to her anytime, unlike you, who will jack off to that hairy-ass beast in that freaking dress. I don't know about you, man. I really don't. And, you know, I don't cry freedom because I got my balls, and I, you know, I don't get in a doghouse like you there, uh... Rubik, sorry, it happens, you know, I wasn't the one on punishment, <laughs> and I don't jack off to a big, ugly, bearded prick in a dress, anyway, that was Rockin' with Hollywood uh, tonight, and uh, don't forget to join us tomorrow, we're going to be talking about these uh, sexual fantasy things, because I'm very amazed at how these younger girl thinks nowadays, man. They're probably 80% of Pornhub. They're probably, that's the ones who are on there all the damn time. So, anyway, you guys uh, take care. Don't forget to go ahead and listen to us over on uh, Spotify and iTunes. You can always hear the replays over there. Uh, be careful on that bike, little mama and L dog. I'll catch you guys later. China Dial, I'll see you at home. Talk to ya.